Just grab them in the brisket. How about now? Yeah, isn't that better? See how that works? Sometimes. They work together. You know. You're loud just normal talking, but when you get animated and you like, and then it just spikes whole. <laughs> just like that. That's exactly what he does. Just yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. How about good, John? Yeah, you sound perfect. Sweet. Yeah. You always do, man. I, I say dumb shit, though. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> it just sounds weird. <laughs> and we're back with a fresh new installment of Grab em in the Brisket. I'm your host, James Moore. And I'm surrounded by... Morons. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Good lord. How do we ever... It's so awkward and confusing trying to come in with an intro that's like, you know, you try to plan it out and you go, hey, let me just go and put down a couple of words on a piece of paper and go ahead and try to script this. And we're going to make this like Emmy award winning introduction. And then when the light comes on, it's just crickets. You can't think. You're like, what? Let me read this. And then it sounds weird. Nah, screw that. Hey, welcome to the Grabbing the Brisket podcast. This is James. This is John. This is Jan. I am Alden. Alden. Yeah. Alden. Give him the business. Man, we got all the all the places you want to find us on. Social medias, dude. Twitter, Instagram. You can email us. Uh Facebook, you know. Email us is at it's not at if you email us. It's just grab them in the brisket at gmail.com. That's correct. Uh, Twitter is at grab the brisket and Facebook and Instagram is the same. It's at grab them in the brisket. Yeah. And I'll just follow it up with the, we'd love to hear you guys, uh, stories, your barbecue fails, wins. Uh, we've gotten quite a bit of submissions and we're, we're going through them, but I mean, just keep them up. We love them. We'll, we'll get to all of them. And we'll, we'll read them and, uh, it'll be awesome. Absolutely. Okay, well, let me ask you this. Just for people that are, hey, if you're not listening to the podcast, when you're cruising to work or coming back from work or maybe you're working out or just doing whatever, cleaning the house, why don't you guys, we can go around the table, um, and why don't you give the guys and gals maybe a suggestion on a artist that they can possibly maybe not have ever heard of but to check out because they're pretty awesome. Why don't you start it off? Uh, okay, I'll go with the. I'll start off. I'm a big, huge uh, Texas country fan, so I'm going to suggest Randall King. Okay, the guy. Check him out. He's got a uh, very new, up and coming artist. He was just recently, and I think he tours a lot in Texas, and I'm sure he goes all around. But it's R A N D A L L K I N G King, and recently I think he played in Green Hall here in Texas with Garth Brooks. That's uh, that's pretty good company, man. That's pretty badass. Yeah, that's and he had uh, he recently just uh, tweeted out last week, or maybe it was this week. He was in, I think maybe West Texas, North Texas, or whatever, and somebody broke into his tour bus and stole one of his guitars. So it was like a Gibson. Was it Rick? Huh? Was it Rick? It might have been Rick, but (laughs) (laughs) it's a big deal. Let's say nineteen. Whatever eighty something um, acoustic guitar, and I I don't know the backstory of it, but I mean he's trying to get it back. I think it, I think worth well, like about eighteen hundred bucks or whatever it is. Um, but so he he put it out on social media and he's trying to get it back. But I mean, but listen to his music. I mean, the dude, great voice, awesome. I like it a lot of. I mean, obviously Texas country. A lot of the artists I listen to in Texas country aren't made for radio. But if I had to say somebody like somebody that I just like listening to all the time, JB and the Moonshine Man, mm-hmm. they're solid, you know. And, and it's cool. it's funny because the call letters are so close to KC and the Sunshine Man, you know what I mean? But they play stuff that's not really suitable for me, or for radio, so that's probably why they're not getting out there. And a lot of these Texas country artists, you know, they play what's on their mind and stuff like that, so they're not getting you know noticed by right. by the radio stations because they can't play it, you know what I mean? So. Yeah, I mean, again, with us being in Texas, I mean, we're, we're really accustomed to hearing the country music, and I mean, we love it, and we got 
the mainstream country, which I mean, it's okay, but it's not really, it's not really our, our forte. You know, you start listening to some of the, the artists that are coming out that are Texas country and maybe, you know, Oklahoma and, and some, sure. of these, some of these other states that are kind of underground, not mainstream, badass artists. I mean, and there, there's quite a few out there that probably don't come in as a country as, as much as they're more of kind of a Southern rock type deal. Right. Which is awesome. Like Whiskey Myers falls in the, under more probably of a Southern rock category. Yeah, Whiskey Myers. But you can still listen to him on like a, a Texas Country Red Dirt Road channel. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. So that was leads me into my band, which I thought Whiskey Myers was a great you know lead into that, whatever. Little band called Leonard Skinner, right? Yeah, no, that's, just, that's an unknown. Unknown. And what do they play? <laughs> Southern rock, kind of similar to what Whiskey Myers does. Uh, no, so there is a band out which they're probably pretty getting well known, Greta Van Fleet, which they are kind of like a Led Zeppelin y type sure. rock country rock band. Uh, rock band. Very talented. Uh, very talented. Yeah. Uh, that I think, you know, if you're really going to get pumped up and if you're going to work out or whatever, that's always a great probably tune to listen to. John, what do you got? What's your, what's your go to music? Something, My go to? Something, you know. It, I'm going to give a shout out to somebody we've probably already given a shout out to. Okay. Uh, Rich O'Toole. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! I'm still I'm uh, stuck on his music. Uh, Mississippi Baby is still one of my yeah yeah on that's, Spotify. That's it's all song. on there. Check yeah. it out. He's got some new ones out. Uh, California sweet song. Check it out on Spotify. Uh, his shit is awesome, and he's rocking some of our shirts now. Really? Yeah. Nice. He posted about them uh, today. That's because that boy is solid. Yeah. Uh, let me tell you about my morning though. This is actually yesterday morning. Most of my mornings start the same. I get up. What time? 6.45. Okay. So I get up. I take my uh, number three, Maddox, to school. I'm usually back by 7.45-ish. Okay. So I, you, sometimes I lay back down with my, my daughter. She's only almost two. So we roll back out of bed around 9.15, something like that. That is awesome. I put her right in the shower. I go straight to the toilet. I've been there maybe... Mm, Two minutes, and I hear her screaming, Dada! Dada, poo-poo! I go, ah, shit. You know what that means. If you have kids, and they're in the shower, and you hear them yelling, poo-poo, you know what that means, right? Yeah. Okay. So, I immediately jump off the toilet, run over there, and I'm like, looking around, right? Like, Were you done yet? (laughs) Yeah, didn't matter. (laughs) I was done at that point. Like, everything was done. So, I run over there. And I'm looking around. I don't see anything. So I pick her up and I'm looking. They're like, oh, yeah, it's, it's not out, but it's coming. So I <laughs> pick her up. And my bathroom's pretty big. It's probably 10 or 15 feet from the shower to the toilet. Okay. Yeah. So I'm carrying her, you know, stiff-armed, mummy-style, Frankenstein-style <laughs> out in front of me, naked, running to the, the toilet. I take about three steps and step in something. Ugh. The first log had fallen. Oh, I thought it was yours as you were running. No, no. That was hers. Uh, I take about two more steps, and I kick the next one across the floor. <laughs> so about four more steps, I make it to the toilet, and I set her down, and she looks at me with her beautiful eyes and tells me, Dad, I'm done. <laughs> All done. All done. Yes, you are. And I, you know, did the little limp with my foot, you know, up in the air to keep from tracking Took her back to the shower. Right. Spent the next mm, 10 minutes or so cleaning that's, them. That's phenomenal. My kids are probably considerably uh, older than everybody else's, right? So Kylie's two. 18 now. Two in college. Uh, yeah. But she was probably about two, two and a half, three, somewhere around there. Um, and I'd come home. I'd worked a lot back then. I was basically, I, I'd gotten home probably. You know, early that morning from working all night, I was like, I'm just going to get in the shower. Usually I would hang out with, with Kylie for a few hours, you know, that we'd take a nap, and then we'd wake up, and then that evening I would go back to work, you know, type deal. I got home, and I basically was like, I got her in the shower, I got her ready, and then and I was going to take a shower now, and I just basically just, just basically just pulled her out and wrapped her up in a towel, kind of, and I said, just hang tight, let me just finish up, you know. And usually she was really good about it. She would just sit down on the floor or something, and... I hear I hear a noise and I'm like literally I just put shampoo I'm like all I have to do is shampoo up and and that's it right I'm shampoo done. in the hair yeah and so super fast I hear this noise and I'm like 
is that the door? Somebody coming in? Like, hey, there's somebody in here. Like, you know, I think maybe Amy had come home or something. You know, you, know, you never know. So I uh, peek, right? I got shampoo running down my face. I peek, and then with that one eye, right, looking over, and I'm like, door's wide open, no Kylie. I'm like, <laughs> what the hell, right? So I'm rinsing, right? I rinse real quick, and I was like, I just turn off the water, and I get out, right? You never know. Like, a three-year-old, they're dangerous, right? With unsupervised. I walk into the living room. I look over. The front door is wide open. Oh, already, that's not good. Right? So she, she carried this damn stool with her everywhere she went, you know, at, at that age. And she basically grabbed that stool, went straight to the front door, opened the front door, and boom, booked it, right? So I'm wearing a towel, right? Oh, that's great. <laughs> and I come out. We're living in these townhomes back then. Uh, and I, I go out, and I look left, and I look right. There's no kid. Literally, this is from start to finish. By the time I put her on the mat and put shampoo and rinsed out, we're talking about 40 seconds, right? So you think nothing can happen in 40 seconds. Well, let me tell you, 40 seconds for a kid is a long time. They get a lot of shit done. So I come out, I'm searching frantically, right? Thinking bushes, thinking like, okay. And I'm, I'm looking pretty good distances from left to right. So like, she's not there. So now I'm running and I'm, I'm moving to the side of the building and I see her. She's completely naked, right? She dropped the towel and she is running at full steam down this like this grassy alleyway, right? And you're in a towel at this point. I'm in a towel. (laughs) Have you rinsed the soap out of your hair? I probably have soap still in my hair at this point. I just tried to get out. Probably have soap coming down my back, right? And the towel's basically just absorbing that. Did you put flip-flops on? No. I'm running, right? I'm running. I'm kind of at a trot, kind of. But I'm like, I see her. I'm going to get to her. No problem. Were you yelling? Uh, Yes. Now, this is what got me was, is um, I saw a guy. Mine, this is probably a good 50, 60 yards, right? So I can run that pretty fast in a towel, eh, you know, trying to hold it up too. But when that guy picks her up and I, I think he can see me, but evidently he doesn't see me. And all of a sudden he moves around the corner with her, right? Mm, that's some scary shit. I'm at a <laughs> sprint at this point, right? Screaming or what? Yeah, well, I, you think you're screaming, and, but nothing was really coming out of my mouth. I was right. just in disbelief. Panic. Right? Panic. So he probably made it like two steps around the corner with her. And I'm like, I'm on his, like, I'm fixing to grab the back of his neck at this point. And I'm like, hey, what are you doing? He was like, oh, man, I uh, found this kid. I'm like, yeah, that's my kid. What's wrong with you? Why the, f-? and I'm cussing, right? I'm like, why the F? Poor guy just picked up a naked kid out of the street to help. No, not in the street. It's like in a, in a grassy area, right? And so... Yes, but you. But he was walking from the. He was walking the opposite direction as the kid came. What does that tell you, right? I don't know. Maybe that's where he lives. Maybe he know. was going to call nine one one. I don't know. If I hey. see a naked kid alone, I'm like, I need to probably help this kid. Okay, it's fine. Maybe you go stand there. You hold her hand. Maybe you keep looking around for some parents or something. Yeah, I see. I get it. You're in but, panic mode. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. what the f are you picking her up for, right? He was like, oh, I'm so sorry, man. I was like, I'm, I've already pulled Kylie out of her out of his arms, right? And I'm, I'm so upset. I, uh, he goes to say something. And I was just like, I was already just tunneling him out. I'm pretty sure I was like, I will freaking kill you. You're, you know, whatever. But, you know, I, I kind of calmed down a little bit, but not too much. I get home. I close the door. And, uh, and then I spanked her. <laughs> right? <laughs> I was so upset. She had no idea why. No, she had no idea, right? None. I'm the worst father in the world, right? <laughs> Amy comes home sees that uh you know because by the time she's got a diaper on right and I, I come home put a diaper on her i spanked her i was just so just wound up right i was like i, I think she grabbed the stool and went back to the front door and i was like oh no you're not so then she got her spanking um and then she cried then amy came home and saw that she had a red butt and then i got in trouble you got a spank i got in trouble from her right that's the only time amy's probably been that that mad at me to be honest with you for spanking your kid well I, I've, I left red mark on her on her butt, you know. So oh man, if I got in trouble every time I left yeah. a red mark on one of my kids, yeah. Well, hey, Oof. you know, it's uh, it happens. But yeah, so lesson learned: lock your doors. And after that, I put the security things on the on the doors, where mm-hmm. the kids could spin them and not open. But it never happened before, and you just don't think about. it. I was young, right? And when you're yeah, it's when a you're, learning experience. I was twenty. I was twenty three back then, right? Twenty three years old. My son will be twenty three tomorrow. That tells you anything. So, yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah. 
Happy birthday, Keegan. That's right. Happy birthday, birthday, Keegan. And he's got his Packers on tomorrow, so. That's right. That's that's good. That's a good birthday. Packers on tomorrow. And I hope they beat the shit out of them Eagles, so. Luke, uh, my number two, he used to take those little protective doorknob cover plastic things, rip them right off. Right. Then open the door. Yeah. Yeah. No problem. And Sissy's just now learning how to open a door. So I've had to start locking the front door because she'll do the same thing. She'll just walk out. I mean, y'all have seen it before. Yeah. Oh, y'all yeah. out here hanging out and listening like, why is Sissy out in the front yard by herself? Well, Let me catch one of you picking her up and walking away with her. Oh, right? man, I'll pull a Jan on you. That's right. We'll all have red asses. That's right. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> get a spanking. <laughs> Spankings all around. Yeah, she's just going to come over to my house into the garage. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much it, yeah. yeah. And, and it's, it's going to be weird. Fault. Like, uh, yeah. It's going to be your fault because the garage yeah. is open. Like, well, why like should I get I got Linda next door. She's probably, what, two years old. She's like, I want to go over to Uncle James's house and hang out in the garage. And Matt's like, why, why does my kid always want to come over to your house? Like, uh, <laughs> Well, there wasn't a, there wasn't a, it wasn't long ago where I had a naked baby run over to your house. If you remember that. Yeah. Well, I mean, Sissy says, Sissy already says, James house. Yeah. James house. It's because we always come over here and we hang out in the garage, that which is aptly known as Vegas. On the weekends, it stays open pretty late. And yeah, I do like the t-shirt Alden and John are wearing to see the, but did we want shirts? Yes. How come my logo looks way bigger than his? Uh, because you are a way bigger guy than, than me, <laughs> sucker. Right, let's post a picture of this. Let's gonna post, we're going to post a picture. Yeah, we'll post a picture in, uh, on our Instagram and Twitter page. Hey, but did we win? But did we win? Uh, Chase Moore Smoke had a cook-off last weekend. Mm-hmm. Cooked against some really, really awesome teams. I think Lucky Charms was out there. I think it was, it was 70 people. Cook 70 off. teams, yeah. yeah. There was a, and apparently there were some kick-ass some teams Some ballers out there. Out there yeah. huh? I think yeah. uh, Fred Robles might have been Fred out there. Fred Robles, the which guy that just, won, just won American Royale. Yeah, he was out there. Which is freaking badass. So he's pretty uh, good, I guess. He's kind of good. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's good. He's uh, good. Uh, no, Huge shout-out. That dude's a badass. He kicked her ass at Kids Unlimited. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So we got, we got 13th in Chicken. Thirteenth and chicken, yeah, uh, and that's that's kind of what we seventy-seven teams, yeah, right. So that's that's pretty that's, badass. That's a good that's a good chicken turning, I guess. I yeah. mean, we like to see some first and second and thirds, top tens in there, but Obviously. hey, you can't win them all, right? I mean, that's it's it. true. But the guys were out there. I saw the pictures of the food; they looked phenomenal. So hey, yep. who knows? next cookoff was on, like I mentioned before, the fourth of October, fourth fifth. So yep, yeah, B- we'll big be shout out to at uh, the Brazoria Brazoria County, County. Yep. yeah. But this, who was all at this last one? So Sean Moore was out there, uh, Sonny, Sonny there, John Ensign, Erica, Erica, or Eric, uh, Eric was out there. Yeah, Eric. Dylan, and Dylan. then uh, John Ensign and Erica and, and Dylan. So like, basically none yeah. of us Holly. made it out there. Yeah, yeah, we didn't get to go, but Holly was out there as well. So uh, which look at and they had a lazy river. Did you see that, bro? That's what happened. That's that's what that's happened. They were like beer in a lazy river. Somebody. <laughs> Throw all the meat on. We'll come back in eight hours and check on it. I'm telling you right you now. You can't cook I, chicken for eight hours. I'm and- going <laughs> next year. I'm doing that one. I'm going to be lazy river in it <sighs> at nighttime. All day. 24 all day. hours. Right. Yeah. Just like, like a little like Weber grill <laughs> in a float just right? floating in lazy it's, river. That's like, all I need. James, you haven't got out to go pee. Hey, no, chicken's almost done, guys. Yeah, chicken. Uh, well, what's going to happen is it's going to look like me from, what was it, about a couple months ago I, when I came home. I got a little tuned up over at Vegas with James and y'all. I made it home. I decided that in my reasoning, I was like, if I, if I fall asleep in the shower, the shower will just run and I'll waste a lot of water. But I, if I fall asleep in the bathtub, it's fine. I won't waste a lot of water. <laughs> but you'll drown. But I... <laughs> So I woke up, uh, water's ice cold, right? I go to get out and I turn, I have an automatic life. Once it sees your motion, light turns on in the bathroom, right? My hands look like Mickey Mouse uh, glove hands, right? They're like swollen. The skin is already peeling off of it. It was the worst experience I think I've had in a, after just getting drunk and getting into a bathtub, right? I'm like, who the hell does that? Have so, you had a lot of those experiences? I've had a Drunk couple. in a bathtub? <laughs> well, I've only had one where I fell asleep. I, I literally, it was probably close to like 5 or 5.30 in the morning. So much so that I think Amy had even come in and went to the restroom. But since I was so quiet in the bathtub, she didn't know that I was there <laughs> sleeping. Kind of creepy. I, I know. I So, yeah. lesson learned. I'm not going to ever do that again because it is a serious thing. You can't get hurt. Can't get, you can't For drown sure. and die from that. Thank you. 
and I, I don't want that to happen. Uh, I don't know what I was thinking, <laughs> but I do know that yeah. my feet and hands peeled for like two freaking days. Don't drown. Turn around. So, yeah, yeah, that was me. Uh, another public service announcement. Um, don't do meth. Exactly. Uh, don't cook food while you're drunk. Hmm. Uh, I don't never, even know. Never works. Ne- yeah. Never works out. Well, well. I always fall asleep. Yeah, I had two charcoal briquette pizzas that I did uh, a while back too. So did that. Uh, it's a good thing my wife can't smell uh, anymore. Uh, so she has. She didn't her. notice the backyard on fire. Well, she she didn't notice that we had a house full of smoke and and it smelled the whole thing up. But uh, she slept get, right through it. Uh, I guess so that much, could be a thing too. Microwave fails. Well, this is you in the oven, I mean? Phil. But oh, I, well, still. I, I went and unplugged the damn smoke detector. I haven't plugged it. i got to put it back together. <laughs> you probably should. Uh, but, dude, the whole thing was just roaring full of black smoke. Ugh. I mean, like, literally two hockey puck-looking pizza things just three hours just at 350. Out? Oh, that's oh, not yeah. good. Oh, uh, dude, they were, like, so hard. It's close to just, like, burn the house down fire. So I, I went and put water on them just before I put it in the trash. I was like, these things are, like, glowing. That's how hot they are. <laughs> So I literally threw them away. I was like, lesson learned. Was it Tostino's? No, Totino's or DiGiorno? It was Red Baron. Red Baron. Uh, Red mm, Baron. You wasted money, the man. French bread. The French bread pizzas, man. They're so good. Um, you should have thrown them over the fence at, at Matt's house and got them back for the uh, potato, potato salad, salad incident. Yeah. Fucking Matt. Tell us about that. Yeah, Matt potato got salad. me. <laughs> so I still have a spot in my grass where it's dead from that thing, I think. Yeah. Just Never kind, grew back. Just kind of a backstory. Uh, Jan purchased a house that is not directly my back neighbor but one or mine one to the left right however you want to uh however you're looking at it my left or your left Uh, one of them yeah Yeah. Yeah. let's go between our houses james's house and my house behind matt behind matt's house which is my neighbor uh next to me well when they moved in, I mean, this wasn't right when they moved first in. First night. It, it was the first night. God first night. Who was, was that first night? First night. First time moved in. I think Jan comes over. We hung out here, right? Yeah. Then then, do we wind down the night, and then you went back over to your house? Nope. No, Amy, we, were, we were back in your house. Amy called me. Okay. Amy called, and she was so mad. I had to go home, and then when I got there, Matt was drunk, but he was in my backyard, and he was cleaning the potato salad out of the out of the grass had you met matt before this i just i think i maybe once or twice you know i don't think i'd really known oh, matt, matt is fantastic oh, is matt is our buddy guy. he's on our cook-off team yeah. he's he a has great one guy. of our shirts okay, so yes. okay so he's hanging out in vegas which is the garage uh, where we're uh, recording this podcast has quite a few beers as we all did he goes home i think his buddy jared was that was when he had the kegger, well. right? No, no kegger. But I, I didn't know Matt. I'd met Matt a few times hanging yeah. out over here just in general. So, so Matt goes, and I, I, for whatever reason, he goes into his fridge, and there's some old potato salad that needs to be thrown out. And then I guess he goes into his backyard thinking, I'm going to chunk it across the fence. Nobody's going to know. He sees lights on. Maybe he thinks that somebody's back there. He thinks we're back there. He thinks that we're back there. Amy was back there. Amy, Jan's wife, was the only person back there. I think she was like reading a book or something. Yeah. Just sitting there hanging out. And next thing you know, just a tub of potato salad just comes flying (laughs) over the fence. Who wastes potato salad like that? Right. I think it was bad potato salad. I think it was rancid potato salad. You need to eat it before it goes bad. But it doesn't happen in my house. And then so then Amy proceeds to go like, what the fuck? And then it starts getting on the phone to Jane, like, hey, you need to come over here. Neighbor just threw potato salad over the fence. <laughs> she has no clue. Like, it's like it wasn't just just a, a nice little friendly prank or whatever it was. And like, uh, whatever. So then uh, I think we get a hold of Matt. We get a hold of Kayla. I think Kayla, which is Matt's wife, say, like, you need to go over there and clean that shit up. And so he goes over there and he's literally. Spooning potato salad with his hands into it, like a the back into the tub. <laughs> He's got potato salad all over his hands. Yeah, I mean, just crazy mess, and just apologizing. I'm sorry. Still to this day, I, that may be the re- reason why your all your grass is just dying back there. It, it just got is infected with some type of the reason the remnants of what was in there. Is that what it is? It is the reason. Hey, you still can't bring it up. Amy will give you a look. Matt will give you a look. There's a certain, like, hey, don't talk about throwing yeah. stuff. So Tater when they listen to this Tater podcast, were they gonna, they should listen to it together. Yeah. Thou shall not 
throw potato salad on thy neighbor's Neighbor, lawn, wife, whatever you want to say. <laughs> yeah, we got scripture on this one. Okay, die and shall and uh, no, it's hey, good. If there's a shall in there, you know it's hey, serious. It must you know be it's done. serious if we were talking like yeah. that. Should is a recommendation. Shall is must. Remember that. Mm. All right, you you guys want to get into the barbecue portion of this? Let's get into it, man. Let's do this thing. I should just stop asking you guys and just start transition. Just start. You just, basically do just anyway. Go into it. Yeah, hey, just cut all this out, John. I'm just gonna roll into it. All right, guys, let's talk about barbecue. Now, that sounded too uh, jacked up. But this is all staying. Yeah. Let's talk about barbecue, and this is our barbecue portion of this podcast. Let's talk a little bit about the evolution of barbecue grilling. Before we get into the, the grill portion of it, let's talk a little bit about the charcoal. I mean, you guys, obviously, I mean, what do you think the first charcoal briquette well i know exactly what it was there was a homo sapien that was a a tree struck by lightning that's what it was Mm -hmm. and uh after it burned down they they found the hot uh, coals burning embers right yeah yeah and they had just killed the saber tooth so they were like you know looking at the saber tooth looking at the hot coals looking at the saber tooth looking at the hot coals and they were like well duh I, I kind of see that going a little bit differently. I was going to say, I kind of yeah, see that maybe, maybe a little bit. <laughs> maybe there was a fire, and maybe they're using the fire to provide light because or heat. it's at nighttime and heat. Yeah. And so they killed themselves a saber tooth or a woolly mammoth or some mm, shit. Maybe. And they're using the light to slice this thing up and eat. And then maybe a portion of it just kind of fell onto the fire. Yeah, they can't be wasting that shit. Sat there for or, or a little bit, and then one of them pulled it off. Like, hey, you can't waste this, and ate it. And he was like, "I'm gonna open up my barbecue stand now, and I'm gonna sell it to the other." Yes, yes, that is what happened. Yeah. The next thing you know, you had Flintstone barbecue. You had Caveman barbecue, which I think maybe that might already have been taken. Uh, don't somebody? Is somebody on Twitter have Caveman? I'm barbecue? I'm gonna look him up. I bet it's a thing. Yeah, I'm gonna tag him on this. Is. Yeah. Okay, so that is what we call, I guess, lump charcoal. You're using real wood yes. um, coals. The, uh, the jealous devil, if you will. Jealous devil. The best charcoal. Yeah, and we're not sponsored by them, but we utilize them. Um, we utilize that charcoal quite a bit. Yeah. Great stuff. The, the cook-off team is sponsored by them. Correct. Now, when you get into the charcoal briquettes what's the first thought that comes to your mind who do you think invented the charcoal briquette kingsford kingsford yes sure enough that was the first charcoal briquette that was uh, manufactured commercially and did, did they also invent the first bag that could just be lit with it without lighter fluid i'm or sure was that somebody a little else? match light whatever you call it or we talk about the um, just the bag in general, like you like the whole bag, like the whole bag, and just oh, boom. I'm sure, yeah, yeah. Again, yeah, I They're didn't. My research it. did not go that far into that, <laughs> but what I did find out was that this guy Edward Kingsford was related to maybe a cousin was related to Henry Ford. Okay, I thought you were gonna say scissor hands, but that yeah. works too. Which, when you think about it, I mean... <laughs> well, they had the same first name, so they must be related. Must be related. Edward, uh, Ed, Eddie, and... Uh, yeah. What's wrong with you, man? Right. So, if you think about it, I mean, freaking Kingsford, Charcoal, Henry Ford. I mean, how, how freaking awesome is his family? I mean... Right. Yeah. I mean, nowadays, I mean, it's just... Yeah, you know there was a third brother that didn't do anything. Yeah. You, you know that's right. He's like... I just want to paint. Hey, you don't even understand me, Dad. Right? You know, there's that. Yeah, the one that the one brother that's just completely overshadowed. Probably super talented, but yeah, yeah, the other guys are making yeah. vehicles and making yeah, you, charcoal. And so, if I didn't you, have you, a brother, am I that guy? I don't know. You, you, you know, da, you, you know, you Dad know or mean? Pops is like Eddie. No, hey, whatever. Probably Rick. It was probably Rick. Mm-hmm. And the dad's like, Rick, your brother Eddie just invented charcoal. Everybody's using it. Your cousin, Henry, is making automobiles. And you're over here just, you know, 
playing with like sticks. And no, you know what he said? He said, "I'm driving that car to this this little barbecue." Yeah. Because I, what do I got to do? It probably what he's doing. He's like, "I got my own car. Right, I'm gonna drive like over I here. An endless supply of like charcoal. <laughs> right. What yeah. else I got to do? I'm cooking some barbecue. Grab all of them coattails. Hey." <laughs> Ride them all the way in, dude. Exactly. I mean, shit, what are you going to do? This guy, uh, Edward, approached uh, Henry Ford and was like, um, actually, uh, Henry um, told him to go ahead and, hey, you go take off. I think it was probably Michigan area. It was up north or whatever. He's like, we want to start this um, auto parts plant up there and start making these auto parts for these Ford vehicles. And you ramrod the whole thing and blah 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 so he goes up there and he's and i think a sawmill was also uh incorporate incorporated in with this um ford uh parts plant as you know back in the day the model t i mean those cars are made oh, out sure. of wood right mm-hmm. and so he's sitting there and, and they got the plant up and going and all the production everything is going great and as they're making all these these bodies for the model t's and the different fords there's a shit ton of like byproduct the wood scraps that are just getting discarded and just like piled up and just left over. And so, I mean, being the genius that he was, uh, taking the opportunity to take something that's nothing and scrap and turning it into freaking money. Yeah. He's like, well, that's um, the thing with people that they're turned, I mean, any opportunity into profit, you know what I mean? They're like, okay, I have this basically a, a, a pile of nothing that's just discarded. Right. Boom. And th- th- speaking of th- like meat, that's where like fajitas came from because that used to be the trash of the meat, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's that way with a lot of things. Very just cheap, cheap meat. Yeah. Yeah. And so now, you know, look what it is now, you know, and somebody's like, oh, I can do something with that. Yeah, so, that shit's yeah. not cheap anymore. Now it's like $12, 13 $14 yeah. a pound. I mean, exactly. you used to be able to get that shit for like 50 cents on the dollar. Sure. So, I mean, I, I guess that's what I'm getting to. There's just some people that are just smarter with the resources that they have around them you know because they're like okay what can i do with this how can i turn this into profit right you and, know, so, and that's what this guy did i mean and then he he opened this uh he, he went to ford and he was like hey i think we should open up a um, um charcoal type deal and the guy said it's hey fantastic idea so then they did it and it took off and it was great and i, I think the research that I found that they started like the Kingsford Chemical Company, and I think they were using that to produce the briquettes or whatever. And then somebody came in and purchased that out, and then they started doing just taking off on that Kingsford charcoal briquette sure. type deal. And he ended up, I think, at this particular time, Edward Kingsford had already passed away, so he ended up taking that name and. It's like, hey, we're going to use that name and then move forward. So and who's, that's on, who's on the bag? Because there's a dude on there, right? It may be Edward Kingsford. Maybe it may be, maybe Henry Ford. So maybe. is is this Kingsford company, is, it, is that still a thing? Is that still around? Still the same Kingsford that you go to the grocery store right now and get that charcoal. And then now, of course, I mean, you look, you have the, the original, the Instalite, the... Uh, Sure. The freaking so, apple wood. I guess I mean, that's a question I would ask. Like, once you uh, once you invent something else that so we're talking about the bags, you know that you like the bag and it, it likes charcoal, right? So does that put your lighter fluid company out? You know that division of the company out because we're like, well, we don't need that anymore because we've instilled it into that bag. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, I'm sure they they saw a need for to make instant light. I mean, I'm sure. I didn't do any people research still to see the when, name, that, when that started, right. but lighter fluid's been around a long time. Right, I mean, people still buying that shit. Yeah, people still utilizing it. So, and, and I'm sure there was somebody a long time ago like, "Hey, we're using this kerosene that we use to light our lanterns. Why don't we just put it in the bottle and we'll call it lighter fluid right. for your charcoal?" And then they're a millionaire. Yeah, makes sense. Makes sense. Okay, so, so we basically need to come up with something like that. Yeah, like this podcast. But we don't have to do it tonight. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah. So the the, uh, the original grill was the... The original grill that they that has been utilized, and it was probably from the 20s up into the 50s, and then probably a little bit further on, was the Brazier grill. Brazier. Brazier. Brazier? Brazier. 
Frazier. Frazier. Like Frazier with a B. Down goes Frazier. Okay. You're right. Okay. You're right. I was thinking more brawl. <laughs> you were thinking about you thinking about them titties, boobies. Oh, I was thinking about boobies, <laughs> and I was like, man, how was many there? how many charcoal briquettes can you fit in the brawl? And then depends on how big the boobs depends are. Depends on the size of the brassiere. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, I mean, you're uh, either Ranger? cooking a brisket or you're cooking some eggs. <laughs> mm. I don't know. I mean, anywho, we'll go on. Uh, Where were we? Yeah. It's, did it get hot in here? <laughs> yeah, because Keegan walked okay, in. Okay, so the 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 brazier grill, which I mean, it was just a simple grill with no lid. Uh, it was a open container, it could be like a metal box or whatever it is. It kind of had legs on it. It's basically, like the ones you see at the apartment complexes. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Just open. Just open, no lid. Got you. Like okay. a fire pit. Pretty much a fire basically pit. a fire pit. Yeah. yeah. Open, no lid. And throw your charcoal on it, fire it up. You're just doing your open cooking, all that stuff like that. So that's kind of what what people are used to and accustomed to, uh, from probably like the 20s to the 50s. I mean, that's kind of what it was. I but, still I mean, love cooking that way, by the oh, way. Oh, for sure. And then the 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 art of barbecuing and all that stuff like that. I mean, that's like we're we're barbecuing nowadays. That's not how our how our you know grandparents did it or our <laughs> yeah. pops did it or right. whatever i mean it, it, this it's just involved in I mean, right yeah we're walking out and flipping on a traeger grill and and uh turning it up to 350 time yeah. to grill my yeah. grandpa would have been like what the hell are you yeah. doing more likely they're probably inside like in in you know grandma or or mom's is like you know throwing down food and, and cooking and doing all that stuff right. like that so the, the explosion of cooking is that what outside. took the men out of the kitchen? Huh? Is that probably what took the men out of the kitchen? Probably after the war. I mean, the the invention of some of these these because um, they could do it outside. You know, some of these mean? barbecue grills that that pop up that we'll discuss in a second is probably what just exploded and, and allowed people to go outside right. and and go out sure. there and hang out and cook and you know drink beer and party yeah. and all that shit like that. I say the men out of the kitchen. Of course, they weren't ever in the kitchen you know what i mean but probably during those times you know there's like well if i'm gonna cook i'm gonna cook outside yeah but i mean i'm sure you probably still had a like huge population of of women still doing the barbecuing you know back in that time yeah Uh, dinner was on a table and the guys got home right i mean they're the ones cooking i mean they're they're the ones doing that is very true you know because even even the stove they probably a lot of them are stove top open flames and Mm -hmm. That's what the women were cooking on, you know. So, yeah. So, does barbecuing come from women? Or does it come from? That's a whole other story. Fred Flintstone, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I mean, just I don't know. I mean, I guess as long as you have an open flame, you're going to be able to cook on it, right? Yeah. So, okay. I mean, if you can cook on a stove, you can cook on whatever. Then you can <laughs> cooking outside is <laughs> if you can dodge a wrench, <laughs> yeah, you can exactly. dodge a ball. If you can dodge traffic, <laughs> you can dodge a ball. <laughs> all right so after the the brazier grill you probably had somewhere in the 1950s early 50s you had this gentleman by the name of george Stephen. he came about i think about 1951 or so this dude was working at weber brothers metalworks and he was a welder and so he, and apparently what they did was they were fabricating uh buoys that they can you know throw out in the ocean or whatever you see them the ones just like floating so around. So your boat don't hit the the dock. Yeah, yeah. Hey, steer clear of this. Do not oh, those kind of buoys. Do not okay. run aboard here. Um, Actual buoys. Yeah, and so he was cooking in his backyard using one of these brazier grills, and he was like, "Fucking ashes, just like kicking up and just going all over the meat and." and just going everywhere, and it's probably just per- it's probably ruining his party. You know, he's probably just drinking a beer, and he's grilling, flipping his meat, and probably those kinks for charcoal might have been on there just a little too long, and all of a sudden it's breaking down, the ashes kicking up, and it's getting all over the chicken, and he's like, right. "Stupid, I need a lid. Grills, I need oh. a lid." <laughs> Wait, so was Brazier an actual brand, or was that just like a more like I a think method? it was like a. I think it's just a, a terminology that, that was just said back then. Okay. Yeah, it wasn't an actual brand. Okay. Because uh, I think 
to be honest, I think a lot of people just made their own makeshift type grills like that. Okay. And then for whatever reason, again, somebody probably came up with the idea, but you see it nowadays, like, why wouldn't you have a lid on this? Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense. It, it cooks faster. Right. Yeah, I just... Okay, so this George Stephen, he's like, I am going to build my own. So he cuts one of these buoys in half. He takes the the, the bottom portion of it, the, the round cone-shaped, almost like the Weber kettle bottom portion of it, and puts some legs on it. And he's like, I'm going to put a lid on it. And he didn't have any um, vents on it at that time, but that's what it was. And then stuck in his backyard, and that's what he used to cook with. No vents. No vents. How do you keep the fire going? Well, at the time, I mean, he was probably his own. He was opening it frequently. Yeah, he He was was opening. He was his own. It was trial and error. I got it. Yeah, right. And so his neighbor is like, uh, uh, you know, freaking Rick, and he's like, "Uh, Stephen. I mean, what is that? I mean, (laughs) is is some freaking? I think he he said his neighbor called it Sputnik. Yeah, (laughs) the Russian, um, Russian like, uh, was it a satellite or rocket or whatever it was? Whatever. Yeah. And then and that's what it was nicknamed. And I think he went back to the drawing board and, and redesigned and re-engineered. And like, okay, well, it needs handle. It needs, uh, it needs ventilation. Ventilation. Uh, and that was the birth of the Weber kettle grill. So I guess he figured it out. He figured it out. Yeah, and it hadn't changed much. If you think about it. And no, from that time, no, really? it has yeah. not changed. It has not. Yeah. Cha- the color yeah. changes. Color changes. I mean, that's yeah. about it. Little uh, they catch put the little things on the, the bottom, yeah, or whatever. The, the baskets. I mean, still yeah. the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The concept, the, because the concept was perfect. You yeah. know what I mean? So pretty damn close. Yeah. I there's no, there's not much more you could do. Weber kettle is definitely still one of my favorite grills to use. Yeah. Then you have, uh, and of course, there's a huge. It, we'll get into the the next, I guess, uh, evolution of the grill, uh, and that was. Kind of law in the same same time frame, maybe a little bit later, but the gas grill. I mean, you think about when yeah. when that was. I don't know when that came out. But yeah, it probably about mid fifties, early fifties, really? or I whatever. That was much later. Like in, in all the research that I was doing, I was saying it was pretty much like a just a barbecue explosion or a barbecue revolution around the fifties areas, uh, and, and it's just the gas grills, the Weber kettle, all the stuff that's circulating. It's like. People are obviously wanting to grill. They're wanting to get outside. They're wanting mobile grills that they can move around. Uh, and, I mean, that's when all this shit kind of started. And then that's over the right. years is kind of uh, we've graduated to what we have nowadays. Yeah. And I can see the, you know, like the beginnings of the gas grills. I mean, it, it wasn't as easy for those guys as it is for us because we just go buy a propane tank, boom, put it on there. Right. So they're having to go to wherever they have a supply of. Whatever type of gas they were using, it wasn't, I don't know if it was liquid propane at that time or yeah, it was. Gas. I think it's it, probably just like we have nowadays with the where you go to Lowe's or you go to um, so they could Ace put, they could bottle it up and still where they could sit there and go because you, if you think about it, a lot of homes were probably heated. That's true too with propane. Yeah. Right, so, that's true. But I, I wrote down so it's probably early fifties. This guy Don McLaughlin um, from Chicago Combustion Corp created the first gas grill huh. and it was called the lazy man <laughs> man that makes total sense that oh makes total God. sense the lazy that man. is what i'm referring to gas grills as for now yeah why do we not say that nowadays that is now what we're calling him the lazy man get you a lazy man yes so it was, was that the a, same person that invented the lazy boy recliner i doubt it i doubt it so Gotta they be. they they came with this gas grill and it was the first gas grill that was portable and i guess they had gas grills that you could utilize or maybe they had like maybe in restaurant type, or yeah. commercial type deal wonder what they were referring to as portable because that's not portable you know correct well i mean you put wheels on that they'll be it, well right now it's not but yeah. okay so this one and there's a picture on, and we'll get to john to throw it up on our social media correct uh and it's this gas grill and it's got wheels or whatever but it, it's the first i guess grill to utilize the 20 pound propane bottle ah. what year was this this was 19 i just said 1950s like early 1950s hmm. so basically everything they've done in the 
early 1900s, or say early 1900s, but as far as grilling, we still utilize today. 1950s, yeah. yeah. Nothing's really changed. I mean, the, the things have gotten a little prettier. Right, yeah, for sure. They a little bit the bells and whistles. It's kind of like what works, what works, uh, works, the, uh, you know, and turning yeah. on, igniting. Uh, I don't know what kind of igniters they had uh, with those things. Right. I'm sure they'll probably like use matches and like turn yeah, yeah. a knob. There was and, like, no push button start lighter. Electric. Yeah. yeah. Imagine how they whatever. came up with this stuff. Like the guy who, the, oh, there whatever was a, your name is, that created the uh, the gas grill. Was he just like sitting around like, hmm, what else is flammable that we could cook on? Right. Like, yeah. How did that start? Yeah, who knows? Uh, but I did make it a little side note. I was like, previously, before this guy came up with this gas grill conception, he had two eyebrows before, right? The twenty-pound propane <laughs> bottles were used by plumbers. Yeah, because we got to heat some shit up. Yeah, oh, we got to heat lead up, man. Yeah. Um, I was back in the days with lead and oakum, yeah. and uh, at that at that time, that was the only people that were utilizing it. Yeah, because that was the only way to make a seal was using lead and oakum. Which obviously we don't use that, you know anymore. They they make a a rubber gasket that basically does the same thing. It's just less time consuming. Obviously, I can't. I don't even know where, honestly, to tell you where to buy the tools to to do what they used to do back in the day. You know what I mean? And uh, but they had they had melting pots, they had ladles, they had all this kind of shit, dude. And they had running ropes that they used to soak in kerosene to make to make joints. And this cast iron pipe, and um, but yeah, I mean, they had to have something to heat it up to get to that temperature. You know what I mean? So, I could I could see that being being very true. That's I mean, and that's pretty much all I have about the the evolution of barbecue. I mean, that that's like it's uh, like we said earlier. I mean, we're still utilizing the same tools. Right. Everything after that was just what method do you want to use? Do you want to use an offset smoker? Mm-hmm. Or put it in a barrel, or yeah. I mean, eventually, obviously, there's the pellet grill in the 80s or 70s or whatever yeah. it was. The, yeah, the, the old smoky, old smoky grill. Right. Yeah, but it, but like you said, it's all it's basically the same method. You want to use charcoal? Do you want to use wood? Or do you want to use gas? Yeah. And then you can go into the argument of which one's the best: charcoal, gas. I might wood. say the person. It's manning, not gas. I'll tell you the that. The person right manning now. is the best. The what? The person manning it is the best. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Like, there's a lot of better cookers out there than me. But if they're stuck on a gas grill and I'm using charcoal oh, and wood, I'm, I'm betting on myself. What do you think, Keegan? Keegan, get on there. Yeah, get on the mic. Well, as someone famous once said, uh, with propane, you'll be able to taste the meat and not the heat. Was that, that famous person uh, Hank Hill? Is he from Ireland? Ireland? <laughs> is he from Ireland, Texas? I can neither confirm nor deny that. So we talked about Keegan earlier. He's going to be 23 I'll tell tomorrow. You what. God damn it, Bobby. Damn it, Bobby. And his beloved Green Bay Packers my, my will favorite, be playing tomorrow. My favorite King of the Hill is uh, what was the episode where he's they're, they're grilling steaks and mm-hmm. Bobby comes rolling up and he's like, Dad, Dad. Like what? What happens if if they don't want their steaks? Was it medium rare? Yeah. What if they want their steaks? What well if they done. Want well their steaks done. Well done. <laughs> and he's like, "Well, son, Bobby, politely, politely but firmly, ask them to leave." <laughs> Another one that can't be overlooked is when Bobby and Peggy uh, decide to start with ch- uh, charcoal, and they're just like addicted oh. to it. <laughs> They're addicted to the charcoal flavor yes. of steaks. Hank comes yes. home and he sees a little charcoal thing under the table or something. And he's like, "What is this? <laughs> what have you done?" My one of my favorite episodes from there was when he was taking the women's self defense classes, and um, just his his move was, "That's my purse." Just kicks whoever straight in the nest, dude. You know that's that's awesome. You know it's all those episodes were awesome, man. They're, they're so relatable. You know what yeah. I mean. Yeah, Very that show's got to be up there in the top cartoons. Yeah, sure. it, it's got to be. Yeah, I, I, I wish they would just bring it back. You know what I mean? Just yeah, re- sure. Just redo it. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, with today's political climate, can it handle the realness of King it, of the Hill? They probably can't. Right. Yeah. One of my favorite episodes, and before we go, cut this to bed, and we'll get into the barbecue wins, barbecue fails, or um, it, we may have some fails. I think for you guys, um, but there was an episode where. Hank um, is going fishing, and he goes to a 
whatever the corner, because uh, he hears they you go over here to buy the best bait, and he's like, okay, so and he and he, he drives off into uh, what is it going Dallas or whatever? It was some um, sketchy neighborhood, just say the least. So he gets there and he's like, hey, I'm gonna buy some of that bait. And then the guy's like almost kind of a boom hower, like, oh, oh that bait. Hey, hey, I didn't know you took that was called bait now. All right, cool, cool. Here you go. And then sells Hank crack. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes fishing and he sits there and baits his hook with crack and he throws it in the water. And as soon as it hits the water, a couple like minute or whatever, boom, he's pulling a fish up. Next thing you know, I think he's catch release. He's like, it maybe it was a little small, and then he yeah yeah it was he, too small. He throws it back in the water, throws his pole back in. As soon as it hits the water, he pulls up, boom! The fish is attached to it again. Same damn fish, <laughs> same, same fish. Yeah. <laughs> he throws it back in. Fish then I'm pretty sure I think the fish just is like just that. jumping into the boat by then. He's not even waiting for the hook. So it, Hank is like, uh, "This is the best damn bait ever," and he goes back to to whatever. I need to get some of that bait again, and yeah, again. That show is so awesome. You know, so many different levels. I mean, it's very not PC, I guess you could say, but dude, it's just it's phenomenal, man. It's a phenomenal show. That's definitely something we'll have to try out with the crack on a fish hook. You know, what's the yeah? What would have been better? You know, would have been better. Put that as a rub on something. Yeah, I don't know where we would even purchase crack at. Uh, Don't ask me. Somewhere in Houston. I mean, come on. (laughs) <laughs> it would have been better had Hank Hill pulled out like a crackhead, like a dude, a person, just hiding. Uh, like, got him, yeah, <laughs> got him. Again, some, some people to, go to the depths to and downplay people that have a drug addiction. Horrible stuff. Yeah, don't do drugs. Don't do drugs. I said that earlier. Don't do meth. Crack is like I feel like we have to do a disclaimer for everything we <laughs> right. say. Right. Yeah. Don't do drugs. Don't assume anything we're don't saying. Don't listen is to anything good. we say. Go ahead and practice safe barbecue, guys. Don't do safe all barbecue. Don't do right. all the drugs. Yeah, for sure. Correct. Just do some of them. Well, Keegan, we're talking about you, man. Twenty three tomorrow. Yeah, huh? Happy birthday, Keegan. Yeah. Oh nope. man. Uh, I hear that no one actually likes you when you're twenty three. That is a good song, mm-hmm. by the way. Blink one eight two. Thank you for can, getting that reference. Yeah. Can can sing all about that song. Okay, so <laughs> let me ask you guys. No, you don't. Not <laughs> let me ask you guys a, a question. I threw out a question on Twitter. That some of you guys probably saw. I don't know about you, Keegan. Keegan, 23, are you on Twitter? Uh, no, I'm actually quite the loser and not really on social media. Are you on Snapchat? I am on the Snapface or whatever these yeah. youngins What call is it. your major social media outlet? I mean... Is it Reddit? Yeah, it's Reddit. It's if Reddit. We're going we're to call that one, it's probably that. We're, yeah. Okay, so... Create your own Twitter page so and just go alter ego so you can follow me or whatever so you understand what I'm saying here. So I threw out there today. Have you heard about the Mary Kill? Have a little M? F. Mary Kill Fuck. Never forget that. Oh, I mean, hey, we can, we can say fuck on this podcast. Uh, John, put an E on this. Uh, this. He said like, the F word, like folks. As a grade? Oh, golly. I'm out. Yeah. As a grade? Mom, don't listen to that part. Exactly. Yeah. Did you say Mary killed who? Mary kill have sex with. Oh, there Correct. we go. That's, oh, okay. That's more. So PG's. we're talking about people. Three people. Go, go, go a little got PG. It. Yes. Okay, got Mary it. kill have, have sex, sex with. with. Keegan, James, John. Go, Alden. Uh, at that <laughs> don't point. Don't go. Just stop. Yeah. He'll go. Just I would, stop. I don't want to hear it. I would kill myself. Hey. Then, I don't have, <laughs> then I'm done. You there know what I mean? So. Uh, that's great. <laughs> So I did a play off that on Twitter. I did beer, brisket, and bacon. Which one are you keeping for the rest of your life? Which one you can only have once? When you say once, I, I, I'm sorry, I'm cutting in here because I've heard this. Yeah, uh, I read it today. When right. you say once, you mean once ever? Once ever. Oh, that's just awful. And yeah, then he, the other one has to go yeah, away. Forever. Forever. So one you can still have forever. One you can have one more time. Correct. One you can never have again. Correct. Beer, brisket, bacon. That. One you can have forever. Yours is beer you can have forever. Yeah. And I don't think you'd give a shit about the other two. Yeah. Honestly. That's very easy for me. <laughs> Wait, well, honestly. Am I drinking I made, bacon right now or am I drinking beer I made right a now? poor decision on the, the actual freaking 
choices. Right, because no one's going to pick against bacon. Right. I so like what if I had? What if I did bacon, sex, and your cell phone? Well, cell phone's gone. Oh, that's gone. Yeah. No, no, no wait, wait, no, no. Bacon's gone. I'm sorry. <laughs> I wait, 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 wait. What'd you say? <laughs> but I gotta have sex too. So bacon, cell phone, sex. Okay. I'm keeping sex. You can only keep one. You can marry one. Forever. Are we talking this particular cell phone or any cell phone? Any cell phone. Like, I can't have... Like, you can't have cell phones anymore. You're how stuck, do I talk to people? You're stuck to landlines. Uh, have you ever heard of letters, yeah. bud? That's not a thing. People don't do that. <laughs> Dude, you ever heard that song? How is your Stan? penmanship? <laughs> Awful. <laughs> Letter in a bottle, man. Come on. No. No. So but, you, you obviously keep in sex forever. Yeah. And at that point, I'm not using my cell phone one more time, so I guess I'm Wait, having bacon that, one more time. Is that sex one with yourself time with your cell phone or another person? Shit. Is that sex with yourself or another person? Because yeah. I, I think I could keep two at once. You have such a different life. <laughs> <laughs> Color me confused. I don't even know about you, Alvin, sometimes. <laughs> let's talk about something else, fuckers. <laughs> right, let's get into the uh, barbecue fails. Anybody got any? I got one. Okay, well, let me ask if we got the new new guy here. Yeah, we... Keegan. Should we say... Yeah, let's t- let's let's Keegan. introduce Keegan. Yeah, we can really do an introduction here. Introduce let's... Keegan Moore. This is um, Jan. This is Jan's son. This is Jan's son. Jan, Jan had to... Unexpectedly had to leave because... It's just a little late, you know? Yeah, just a little late. Gotta get those Z's in, I guess. Correct. So, uh... Keegan's jumping in and, and filling in the spot, which is super appreciative. Correct. Yeah. Now, yeah. Keegan, you've had some experience doing a little grilling. True. Doing some cooking, whether it's inside or outside or whatever. Do you, I mean, I know we're putting you on the spot. Do you have a notable kind of a fail or a win? Oh, well, I mean... I have multiple wins. A humble brag here, guys. Yeah, but, go for it. Uh, I mean, I don't grill often, but when I do, it usually turns out pretty well. Except this one time with chicken. It, I'll, I'll be honest here. It did not go that well. Someone might have forgotten to, that it was on there for a little longer than it's supposed to be. Might have came out a little black. Yeah. You mm. know what? We, we turned it to shredded chicken, just threw barbecue sauce on it. Uh you know, called it a day. Yeah. It went in yeah. doubt, just covering sauce. Yeah. Right. Black and chicken with Who was this someone sauce. that forgot? <laughs> oh, man. That's, I mean, we're talking about barbecue fells, so we're just yeah. going to keep names anonymous. <laughs> now, have you ever witnessed some of your dad's barbecue failed? No, I've only heard stories of them, okay. such as okay. the spicy chicken and those other. Have we talked about that? No, we haven't brought that up. I'll go ahead and bring that up, and we we can do that as the barbecue fail. So we're we're doing a competition. One of our biggest one of our biggest ones that we do, and it's um, Alvin um, Music Festival. Yeah, yeah, I'll get it out there. (laughs) It's the Alvin Music Festival, and they have it every year, and they and some pretty good bands that come out there. Although, if we're gonna be honest, the last couple years been kind of like. Shaky, you know? I don't know. Kyle Park was out there. I like that. That was the well, that was like two, the two years ago, two years ago, three years. I mean, he was the best one, like the headliner yeah. that came out there. Honestly, once they get John Wolf in, out there, we're back in they've business. had zero John Wolfs out there. Jesus Christ, they've had uh, um, uh, about three years ago, four years ago, they had um, Kevin Fowler. That was three years ago, yeah, three years ago. The they, first year they, I was out there, they rolled out uh, some pretty heavy hitters ever since then. They're just kind of mailing in. Yeah, spasmatics. Shout spasmatics. Out, shout out to Bag of Donuts, I believe. They played there yeah, yeah. so long and ago. Don't get me wrong. They're all fun to listen to, they're but fun. it's all cover bands. Oh, right. yeah, for sure. Bag yeah. of Donuts. No. Okay, so oh. we do this uh, um, this competition, and we're doing the chicken portion of it, and Jan, he likes spicy. And so he's on this kick. Hey, we got to get this chicken sweet and spicy. So Jan wanted to do this spicy sweet chicken type deal and starts rolling around in the chuck box pulls out this tabasco sauce and which is it's it's not the traditional tabasco sauce and i know tabasco sauce is not alton's favorite not at all it's um i don't like it at all i mean i've I've grown up with it not as me eating it but my my sister loves it my dad loves it they put on everything i mean 
This was the scorpion mm. sauce. That's some hot stuff. It is pretty spicy. Oh. And so Jan was like, all right, let's do it. So he ended up getting a bowl and getting some little honey out and some little barbecue sauce and started dumping some of this scorpion uh, Tabasco sauce. And I think Keegan's got it right now. Doctoring it up. Yeah. So he probably running it on about an hour of sleep from the day before. <laughs> and then started drinking, as you do sometimes at the cook-offs. Maybe you start a little early because you're, you're trying to get yourself picked back up or whatever. He's like, uh... Let me get some of that um, scorpion. Uh, some I'll put a couple dabs. Well, we weren't paying attention. He would just <laughs> he was just going to town. Yeah, he overdabbed. He overdabbed. He he super dabbed that shit. And next thing you know, he mix it up. He tasted. Oh, it's good. We're slathering our competition turn in. We slather the other pieces too as well, so we can try it. Box it up. Actually, we tried it before we boxed it up, uh, but. The sauce that had already been put on it, there's no going back. Right, you can't unsauce it. You can't unsauce it. And so people started trying it other than Jan, and (laughs) their mouths were lit. And it seemed like the longer it sat on there, the hotter it got. It was spicy. People were like, oh my God, that's... No, that's that's too much. Right. What does Alex refer to that chicken as? The, uh, uh, the I believe it was the pro- devil's anus. I was going to say yeah, the devil's, devil's anus. The devil's <laughs> anus chicken. Yeah. That's, that sounds pretty Chance, hot. It, it's good, man. It's not too spicy, but it, I mean, it, it, it's good. Yeah. As yeah. he's slobbering. Uh, it was too yeah. spicy. As he's slobbering. His just eyes bleh. watering. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like, that's so, good. But I'm kind of I got it there. Jane's like, hey, uh, whatever, man, let's go turn it in. So he goes and turns it in. And he's sitting there in line, and as you turn in, there's like maybe one table or two tables that you can turn in. And then maybe a, a two or three people that are taking boxes, and they got to open it up. they got to look at it and make sure you're not turning in just like a, a pile of turds or anything like that. Right. And so they open it up, look at it, okay. And then he turns <laughs> around, and there's like probably about three or four people behind him. He's like, feel sorry for you guys turning in that. My Stuff is so spicy. Mm. <laughs> it's going to burn their mouths. <laughs> they ain't going to have taste buds. They won't they. taste anything yeah, else. They ain't going to taste yours. <laughs> but did we win? We did not win. We did not win. We did not win. Did those judges remember that chicken? I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah. I'm sure it's. Yeah. they probably still remember Yeah, they're yeah. talking about it on their own podcast right they, now. They, they probably are, yeah. They went ahead and remembered it twice that day. Yeah. Correct. That that guy, uh, that judge Rick, whatever it is. I mean, he's probably in his garage right now, just like talking to whoever. He's like, "Hey, you remember that fucking chicken that I got at that cookoff at Alabama? So damn hot. That was so freaking hot. Like, what were those guys thinking? <laughs> exactly. Probably making a song about it with his guitar and everything. Probably. You know what I mean? So, but I think we did get like. Didn't you place well in the uh, open? Was that the same cook-off? I don't know if that was the same year or not. That was, yeah, same second cook-off. Year I don't know the same year. year. It was second year. Okay. So I don't know if that was the same time or not. That was, yeah, second place in the open. Which that The year that I got uh, the good placing in the open was the same year we got second in ribs. So I don't know if that was the same year or not. I do have another uh, barbecue fail for us, though. All right. We'll hit him with another barbecue fail. Boom. We'll do. This is uh, Adam. And I think he's from North Carolina. Uh, Limey's underscore grill on Instagram. Okay. I mean, that that's a interesting Instagram handle. I mean, is that Limey's? Limey's. I don't really know what that means. Isn't that slang for like... Um, is that like an Irish thing or like something? Limey's? Or Irish or something like that? Limey's? I don't know. I think that, he's, uh, a, he's a pilot, though. I know that. Okay. For, I don't know who, somebody. Uh, Anywho, he sent in uh, this little story. Apparently, he was making ribs, and he's just fixing to wrap them up or whatever. So he's, or maybe he's already wrapped them, whatever it is. He's fixing to give them the last, last spritz of apple juice, whatever he's putting on them. And reaches for the bottle, sprays it away, gets it a nice coverage, and then realizes that it is Windex. Because he had just finished cleaning some of mm. his grills or whatever it is outside. So, 
That uh, I mean, I think he was just trying to make his ribs shine a little bit. I was gonna right, say, yeah, they were. Su- it's gonna be super clear for sure. S- super streak free. They were beautiful. I assume they're. <laughs> I didn't yeah. get a picture. I assume they were beautiful. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and I guess he said he he thought about just renting them off and uh, carrying on with them, mm-hmm. but that, changed his mind and did not do that. Yeah. Yeah. He Which was be, probably the correct decision. Say, at he that would be point. poisoning people at that point. Ain't, ain't and that's to, exactly what he said. He said he killed anybody. Better didn't need to. He didn't need to poison anybody for ribs. Which, if you're going to get poisoned, that might be the way to go. But <laughs> I'm going to pass too. I'm going to go ahead and pass. Maybe order a pizza. Yeah, that's the go-to when you when you have a barbecue fail, right? It, yeah, definitely for sure. And then we uh, we do our competitions. We have a spritz that we put on our um, our meats as well. And we've gone to the, a certain extreme of, of hiding what it is that we put on our meats. It's not Windex. It's not Windex. It's Fabuloso. And it's not Fabuloso, John, because people are going to put that on their shit and they're going to die. Yeah, I not mean, Fabuloso. Those covers, they just look so amazing. Yes. They look delicious. Yes. But we'll, we'll hide it. We'll, we'll wrap uh, something around our bottle because um, we don't want to see... We don't want you guys seeing what we're putting on ribs because once you see it, you're like, I'm going to copy that. Correct. I'm going to shig it. And they say, you know, you're winning first place briskets. We don't want that. No, we, we, we do want that. Yeah, we sure. want you to get second. For sure. I mean, maybe get first place in your own separate competition. Yeah, if, if we're not want. there, you can get whatever place you want. Yeah. So if you roll, you see me rolling around with a bottle of 409, spritzing it on my ribs or my brisket, it's not 409. Just kidding. I'm not going to do that. But it's really 409. The chemicals <laughs> cook right off, leaving you a great taste. Disclaimer. Do not put any cleaners on any of your yes. meat. Boy, we're going to have Follow a Follow the U.S. guidelines on the back of any product. Correct. I think that If just... it says poison, don't ingest it. Definitely. Always follow or practice safe barbecuing. Yes. Couldn't have said better than myself. Couldn't have said it better myself. I did. Is there an echo in here? Hello? Huh? I mean, that, that's about all we got today. I mean, we re- definitely appreciate you guys tuning in. Um, check out the Instagram page. Check out the Facebook page, the Twitter page. Yes. I think uh, I mean, we're all over. I mean, I think we're more, more active, more uh, engaging on the Twitter. Probably. So hit us up. We'd love to hear the stories. Um, whether you dads or pops or grandmas or whatever burning down a house or uh setting a fire to your street or whatever i mean let us know we'd love to to feature it and we'd love to discuss it absolutely yeah whatever your story is win or fail win or you, fail you cook something awesome and you just want to share it with us tell us how you made it send us a picture even we'll share it that's totally cool nice anyhow hey thanks for listening enjoyed it peace out guys oh i'm out of here too i guess see you Adios, y'all. Just grab them in the brisket.